Alright. <laughs> <laughs> honey bun, honey bun, honey bun. Let's just go with honey bun. <laughs> Do you just let us start with the honey, honey bun, bun and we'll dress it after the fucking yes, honey bun? Yes, 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 honey bun. Oh, okay. Well, first, I guess, what was what were your initial thoughts when you just looked at the notes and saw honey bun? Honey bun. The microwave honey bun. What you think? Uh, it smells extra toasty. So we were in history, right? Mm-hmm. And and my history teacher is going off about because his class ends right before the start of the Civil War in U.S. history, right? And then mm-hmm. U.S. history too continues beginning with the Civil War. So he's talking about how the nations divided right before the Civil War, and he mentions the similarities of current events and the Civil War about how, like, the nations divided and having the class discuss on it, right? Yeah. He said something about, like, he was like, you know, I'm going to have to go. He was like, like, you think people are not preparing for the war? He was like, I went to a gun show the other day. He was like looking at an anarchist cookbook and everything. The dude next to me, the dude next to me, the same dude who was wearing the eat more vagina hat, leans over and he was like, yeah, I'm going to have to start microwaving honey buns or something like that. Talking about the fucking meme. And I just started fucking dying in class again. Because I'm thinking about this, I'm like, holy fuck, imagine anarchists microwaving honey buns and, like, throwing that shit onto, like, riot officers, dude, and they can't get it off, and it starts <laughs> melting through their fucking skin. And we're laughing about it, right? And it's obvious. I'm right there in the front, and he's like, well, uh, I don't want to say my last name. He refers to me by our last names, but he was like, Gino, what's going on? And I was like, through my laughter, I was like, well, you know, there's this joke that's going on about about throwing, microwaving like a honey bun for 10 minutes and it becomes incredibly hot and incredibly sticky. It's like almost like a poor man's napalm. And he was joking about how he's going to have to run to the fucking gas stations to get the fucking cinnamon buns during the revolution and just fucking... <laughs> Just good or a little warfare, dude. It's just like hiding in the fucking urban areas, and I see a soldier, and I just fucking I throw a fucking honey bun at that dude. How do you <laughs> hold it? Um, probably like slingshot or something, bro. As <laughs> just, the founding fathers intended. As the uh, out of a fucking cannon. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Take the whole Costco pack of honey buns. The honey bun grapes. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear right. It's like an urban area. I'm gonna stand away from my phone. It's just an urban area, and you hear tally ho. Tyrant. I'm at the tyrant. Run the compartments of thy pantaloons. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. Dude. Alright, let's let's address it. You address you address the situation. I don't know where I live. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the news that comes up. Yeah, we missed a week on the podcast because I'm homeless now. I don't have a house. I don't know where I live. Yeah, the poverty cut went too far, guys. I got a little too into it, and um, I'm on the streets now. I'm recording on a runover Samsung that I'm barely able to charge with a charger that I stole from a Circle K. The dedication. The dedication we bring. He had to steal that charger just so that we could record this podcast for everyone who's listening. All of you and I think that most listeners are from Mesa, which is weird. (laughs) There's, There's a reason for that, but... Oh, but yeah, the most people is from Mesa, and there's a lot of different people listening in Florida. (laughs) There's a a good amount of people in Florida. We lost our our Belgium fan base, dude. I'm low-key kind of (laughs) sad. I don't know (laughs) what happened. I don't know why. I, I was so hoping when we came back that the Belgium views would spike up again. It's just we have to we we got to commit. Do you know how addicting it is looking at the statistics though, dude? Oh my god. I like watching that, numbers go up. I'm just a primate. Y- yeah, funny numbers rise. I don't even care though. I know a lot of people would look <laughs> at it and currently, I guess currently at the situation this would be a cool log in history. We have a total of how much how much downloads do we have a total of? I have not checked in a very long time. In between, in between a hundred and two hundred, I believe it is. Like we don't have a lot of people listening. It it shows like R A S, which is like reoccurring listeners. We have eight. We have eight. It actually went down to seven. Yeah, (laughs) it's showing here seven. Someone got tired of this shit. I I, I guess at currently episode. What is this episode seven? Currently, episode seven, we have all time three hundred and eighty downloads. So technically, this show has been going on for not even a year, and we have more downloads than days there are in the year. So let's that's fucking go. That's a, that's a dub. That's oh, a dub yeah, in that's my what we were book. Fucking talking about. We were trying to talk about um, the real elephant in the room, not my homelessness. Um, <clears throat> Immediately after uh-huh. announcing that we would be releasing weekly, we proceeded to not release weekly. I don't know what happened, dude. I think we were both just busy, and then we just kind of ignored it, and then we were like, oh, whatever, we'll wait till next. Dude, you gotta fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> dude, uh, we're feeling real, real giddy. Real giddy today, man. I don't know what it is. I guess. Do we want to start on on stoic stoicism and emotion? Are you feeling that? Are you feeling mortality or morality? Mortality is always fun. Mortality is always fun. I love mortality. Oh, actually, before we get into that, I did want to clarify something. I did more research. This is actually kind of interesting. You know how I brought up, brought up last episode, Satanism? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bro is sipping, <laughs> sipping the lean. lean. 
um, Satan. So, yes, I had mentioned how one of their key values was not killing children. So, I did have it sort of right, sort of wrong. Okay? okay. So, what that key value was the Church of Satan. It's one of their key values that is do not harm small children. The Church of Satan are not the cool ones, though. The cool ones is the recent Satanic Temple. To give a little bit of differences, the um, Church of Satan was founded in 1966. The Satanic Temple was founded in 2013. The main difference between the two is that the Church of Satan was never officially recognized as a religion. The Satanic Temple is an officially recognized and tax-exempted church by the IRS. They have after-school clubs. They have after-school satanic book clubs, <laughs> which sounds bad, but it's not. They um, don't believe in magic or anything. They believe they have uh, Baphomet, right? Yeah. So, to kind of give, they are, I guess, after I read through their whole thing, if anyone wants to really go into this, it is just the satanic. They, the satanic temple.com they have a whole greatly written article about the difference between the church of satan and the satanic temple and they have all of their movements and everything that you can go through but i just wanted to read their fundamental tenets or some of the key ones that i know so number one is one should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance to reason okay um Two is the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over all laws and institutions, which I really like. Yeah. That is definitely like a justice is a key point. I mean, that does uh, three match up with something hmm. else we have. Oh yeah, uh, three is one body's is it, one one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. Four is the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. To willingly and unjustify encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. Yeah, I like that one that too. I like that too. <clears throat> they were spitting when they wrote that one. Um, wait. <laughs> On Satan. <laughs> <laughs> five beliefs should con. Okay, this is this is five is their main. It's I wouldn't say it's their main tenant, but they in the article I read about them that was written by the founder. It is one of their key tenants, and it actually explains what they worship and what the whole church is about. Right. Okay. Beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's belief. So, they don't have a book. They're, like, you know how most religions, you know, you have the Quran, the Bible, right? Even the Church of Satan, they had a book that they had. The temple of satanism or the satanic temple does not have one book their whole things is science is there are scientific facts and we believe in scientific facts that's their whole thing so it's just the like sa- a religion 
It sounds kind of fucked up, but a religion that's more rooted in reality. <clears throat> yes, yes. It is, I think their whole idea is, this is, they're, they kind of are fighting against the the whole satanic book club, af- like satanic after school programs, mm-hmm. is to combat against uh, uh, Bible studies after school. Oh. Which, in their minds... It, that's a whole controversial topic that could be talked into. We talked about religion, but like, it, in in general, religion should not be in schools. So they're fighting against people who are pushing religions into school by saying this is a religion, but it's a religion based in science. So we're also pushing it. So kids come to our after school project to learn about science, which yeah, is dude, kind of interesting. Fuck a Bible study. I just do your homework. On God. Honestly. To finish up their tenets, they have two more. We have six, which is people are failable. If one makes... I don't even know if I said that word, right? I don't even know. If one makes a mistake... (laughs) If one makes a mistake, one should do their best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. Okay. And every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. God damn. Not bad. (laughs) Some of the things that they... One of the biggest things that they have been in the news for, I am going to re-mention this is a controversial topic. Everyone has their own opinions on it. Hell not uncontroversial. Hell Satan. No, no. The the, (laughs) the thing I'm about to talk about... Think about to talk about. I don't really want to get into it because both of us are men, but you know the whole abortion rights going on yeah. currently. The Satanic Temple has their own funded Satanic abortion clinic. It says it right here. <laughs> Health presents Supreme Courtship, a fundraiser for the Samuel Altos Moms Satanic Abortion Clinic. And they do it because uh they are, I, I don't know what side, what it's exactly called, but pretty much they're pro-abortion. So they have it where technically pro-choice. in states, yeah, they're pro-choice. They're in states where if abortion is illegal, they say you can't make it illegal with us because we are, because uh, it's a religious oh. thing, which even if it's a controversial topic, you know, having that there is kind of cool honestly it's kind of funny to read alto's mom's satanic abortion clinic that's kind of funny i mean okay (laughs) so here's the thing this is like obviously touchy Mm -hmm. because you know politics and all that but the the thing about the overturning of roe versus wade that i didn't really understand the um fuck the the uproar over Mm -hmm. was like it's not like it gets overturned and it's banned everywhere it just gives the power back to the states States. to decide what they want to do instead of just federally um Instead of just declaring it federally, which yeah, I mean that's a different discussion in itself. But 
I know states' rights, especially like stuff that's going on in Texas and Texas movement to be their own uh, country. Yeah, Which you know what? You know what I will state. say. Yeah, you know what I will say. If we go back in history again, Texas <laughs> was their own country for a little bit. Y'all got fucked up by Mexico <laughs> and had to call had to call good old Uncle Sam to come save your ass. And if it wasn't for Uncle Sam. Uh oh. <laughs> like, bro, I remember. I remember even as a kid, I went and visited the Alamo. Right when I was a kid, because we had gone to a trip on Texas, and I remember being a kid and being in the Alamo, and I was like, "Damn, I really don't give a shit about the Alamo." <laughs> I was like, "This is fucking stupid." <laughs> I even knew back then, I was like, y'all, y'all beefed with Mexico. Learning it now, by the way, that's why I have Manifest Destiny written in the podcast topics. I do kind of want to talk about it because I feel like people don't know the brutality of Manifest Destiny, especially what happened in Texas uh, with Anglo-Saxon settlers. To, to let you guys, to let anyone know a little bit, um... Mexico gained its independence. It owned Texas, right? They had a program where they were letting Anglo-Saxon settlers from the states move in to Texas. But they had a couple of ground rules. They were like, you can set up a colony... Not a colony. You can set up a settlement here. You know, you'll have land. But you're going to be managed by this dude. You're going to have to learn the Spanish language and you're going to have to convert to Catholicism was their ground rules. Mm -hmm. Uh, The states have a a reputation to anyone who is a darker color or different than them. (laughs) If they sign a binding agreement, they will always almost break it and be like, you expect they're like you expected me to follow that contract you guys are subhuman i don't care (laughs) like they do that a lot and that's kind of what happened in texas mexico had a good idea because they were like yo these people are really efficient in their farms they'll make us money we'll get more people to join and the the main thing is that if they were ever to go to war but all of like all of Texas was pretty much uninhabited, mm-hmm. but it would inhabit that, and it also makes that area of Texas work as a buffer zone, where there's Anglo-Saxon. Oh, and also they were using it because Mexico was having beef with the Comanches, and <laughs> this is kind of smart on their part, even though it's a little bit fucked up. But they were like, "Yo, let's just bring the white people in because the white people will just kill the natives." <laughs> Like, that was their actual thought process, which is fucked. The whole thing is fucked up. Manifest Destiny, all of it's fucked up. I just wanted to talk about that, that a little bit. That <laughs> is some problem solving, though. It's brutal problem solving, but it's problem solving. It definitely is. It's, and then, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like buying a cat to handle, like, a mouse infestation. Oh, yeah, it, oh my god, it's 100% that. Holy fuck, I need to tell my history teacher about this. That's the perfect analogy, I'm gonna let him put that in the slides. That's the <laughs> he, yeah, but, okay, what, uh, let's, 
go into mortality, correct? We want to go that? That's a short one. I don't yeah. know if we'll go very long on this. I just kind of wanted to have a conversation about That's this. That's something I don't suffer with. So, I was listening to a philosophy podcast, as I typically do, trying to get my knowledge up. And he was talking about this dude who talks about mortality and how humans are always we're just trying to get over the idea of mortality constantly we fear death all of that so the main question i have to ask is when did you realize your mortality when did it first come into play where you had a moment where you were like i'm gonna die one day and there's nothing i can do to stop it Um, do you remember because i remember i was very young I was very, very young. I can't pinpoint exactly when I did understand, but I can remember the exact way I thought about it. It's like, Uh obviously, I don't want to die. Like, who the fuck wants that? Well, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could name someone my no, 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 my no, no. the person I hung out with today. <laughs> anyway, um, but obviously, I obviously don't want to. Oh, but fuck, are we gonna get are we gonna get canceled for making fun of? Suicide? No, just keep talking. Just keep talking. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, yeah, but we didn't, we didn't make any joke. What are we talking That was yeah. just, we're both sick. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> when it, if it were to come, mm-hmm. I guess, it's like, well, shit, as long as I did what I can, I can't imagine yeah. being mad about it. I I feel like I'm definitely on the same page as you were. I'm not really thinking about it in a way where it's like I'm fearful of it every day. Like there are I avoid dangerous situations like everyone would. Um like I was proven right recently. I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and um I don't care because it's a big city. No one's going to be able to know where I am. I know where you but, are. <laughs> dude it's so oh can i give backstory to that that's the funniest thing to me on my phone edward is not put as edward it's a terrifying picture of him and i just put the caption as the man who might kill me because you look like a serial killer in that picture and i gave him my location once when i was visiting him and now every time i go to look at locations it just pops up with his face on the side, and it says, The man who might kill me can see your location. It is the funniest thing. Every time I'm recognized by it, like he's living in my walls. <laughs> I know where you but, are at all times. Yeah, like, I avoid dangerous situations. There's the, just recently, actually, this is current news, in the Coronado Mall, um, there was a shooting. And I never go to the Coronado Mall because I know, hell no, I ain't going to that area. It's dangerous. Uh-huh. Like, I've heard stories of some homeless people who just be walking around and they're, like, shooting up drugs in the 
bathroom. There was the case for a while. I don't remember this. Or I don't remember doing any studies on this, but I remember talking about it. Um, there were some dudes just walking around with needles shooting people up in, in the-, the mall. Bro, people will just like do that. Ambushes? They'll ambush drug... It, it, boom, you're addicted now. Good luck. Boom, and then leave. And then, and then there were other people who would just go steal someone's shoes in the middle of the mall and leave. Like, I never go to Coronado, and I was proven correct when there was the shooting that happened. So, but I'm not scared of death. Like, I'm... Especially when it comes to other people, right? Like, people in my family, of course I would be sad, right? But I'm not... If it had to ha- I have that, that, the Nordic Viking way of thinking where it's kind of, you know, it had to happen, right? Like, it had to happen. It's still sad, but like... Your Honor, it had to happen. This, <laughs> this dude, he, had he used die. my truck and he didn't fill the fucking tank up. And I just, oh, Your Honor. It had just, to happen. <laughs> I just be in my, you know my Viking way of thinking. Oh my lord, bro. Especially because you've been in my truck. That thing is a gas guzzler. <laughs> it takes $200 to get to where you live in gas, dog. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, fuck. What was but I thinking about? I, oh. I remember when I was when I was a kid, I, I had first recognized, like, wow, I'm gonna die one day. And, like, that's crazy. And then I Damn. moved on. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I think Do, the thing that what? doesn't really get me is like the thought of actually dying, but more so like the fragility. I'm pretty sure that's the fucking word of human life. Oh my god, yeah. The podcast I was talking about was he was talking about how. Um, everyone goes to live on, but he said that the fragility of human life, that you could slip it. This is quoted from him. I'm not taking, I'm taking his joke, but Uh this is quoted from him. He said in the middle of it, he's talking about super serious situation. And he says, you could slip on a curb and then get, you know, run over by a Mormon on his bicycle. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I was was so caught off guard, but that's true. You could just slip one day. Like, a simple fall can kill you if you land wrong, which is insane. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, I thought about the freeway again. (laughs) Dude, every time I call you when you're driving, I'm scared. Oh my god, oh, I yeah. think I'm thinking about you flying off the freeway in fighters. What? In fighters. Oh my god, what were we talking about, bro? I can't remember. I, I can't remember. I hit you with a raw level three and you just you couldn't believe your fucking eyes. <laughs> And you let out the most distressed and pain. Fuck! Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly 
what my reaction would be if I had just flown off of the freeway. And I'm just, rapidly descending. <laughs> just fuck! 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 Oh my god, I hope oh I hope the audio was good. I was like, I, I dude, that was so funny. I did one of the I did the black people thing where I stood up and laughed you and had to away. walk around. <laughs> I'm joking. This is a joke, obviously. <laughs> oh my god, dude. There's two people I shared the podcast with that I go to school with. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. Speaking of um, mm. fragility, I did kind of have like uh, an experience semi recently. Not with myself personally, but. Um, so, what's it called? Uh, at my job, which is mm-hmm. uh, an airport of unspecified location. Location. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, I don't, you know the, do you know the, like, procedure for parking planes? Um, No. I've been on a plane twice. Okay. There are two wing walkers that will be, like, um, on the, like, outsides. Yeah, they'll be on the outsides of the safety envelope, which is, like, um, just, like, a line that, like, covers the, covers the area five feet outside of the plane. And there's Mm -hmm. someone who marshals the plane in, like, tells Mm -hmm. them to come in turn the dude with the sticks yeah and when the plane stops um you have to put the chocks down and then you know everybody can proceed normally except if the apu the third engine the auxiliary power unit if that isn't working we need to connect power before the pilots can turn the engine off. And that means that the chocks that we put down for the main gear, you can't put those down yet. And oh, fuck, dude. Kind of <laughs> heart kind of beating thinking about this shit. <clears throat> okay. Um someone that is very close to me was oh. wing walking on that right side of the plane uh-huh. where you put the shocks down uh-huh. and I I put the ones down on the nose gear and I looked up and both engines were still running like full power <clears throat> and I watched them pick up the other shocks and start walking towards the engine and I literally shat my pants <clears throat> they almost got vaporized I, I started fucking monkey screeching dog oh my god but this person listens to the podcast right yeah oh i jesus i'm happy that he saved your life oh my god (laughs) like a front 
or back. Like, walk in front of the front, and you're going into the engine. Walk behind it, and you're getting jet blasted. You could get, like, head trauma or some shit. Yeah. Because that thing will just throw you straight to the ground, huh? Oh, yeah. It's already happened with someone that was in our training class. (laughs) Oh, really? Not too long after getting out of training, she got um, jet blasted. Well, walking up in, like, that exact same scenario. Dude, I'm terrible. I don't think you've seen it, but there's this video of this baby going around that's just covered in ash, and that's just what I imagined. (laughs) (laughs) It's just someone getting vaporized. (laughs) Just hold on, wait, 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 and then, poof, just fucking dust. (laughs) But, like, when close encounters like that happen it kind of like it kind of like takes a second to go back to normal (laughs) well i i I can give you i can give you an example because it's definitely like uh i bet this makes sense it's definitely one of those things where you're so used to it at work that you don't even see it as dangerous until something like that open almost happens Mm -hmm. right huh yeah so to give an example I used to work in a screen printing company. By the way, I'm back in the burning building. I talked about in the podcast how I stopped working for them. No one else is no one else is hiring, and I went back. But I'm just working at their stores. Um, well, uh, the I don't know if anyone's seen a screen printing machine, right? But it, think of a big ass wheel, right? Mm-hmm. And the wheel has a uh, flat, it's a, uh, you think of like the spokes of a wheel, Yeah. except on each of the spokes, there's a flat piece of wood that is the pallet and it fits, you can put a shirt over it and then that pallet goes from each of the machines that are separate machines on this wheel that put the screen down and a squeegee goes across it and then it picks it up and then there's other ones that are called flashers. And they quickly heat the ink to cure, and then you can put another layer over it, pretty much. Well, there are safety cords in between the heads that if you get too close and pull them, yoink them out, it'll shut the whole machine down. Mm -hmm. Because you can get in the middle of the wheels, in the middle of the spokes on the wheels, and just get chopped in half. Uh... And sometimes you have to get in between there to be able to scrape ink off of those uh, screens. Which, when you're working, you know, you always tend to try to keep your body out of it, but some people get a little comfortable and they know I'm fine, right? Mm -hmm. One of the guys that we worked with who had been working there forever, he, uh, he was just on autopilot, like typical, you know, you're printing thousands of t-shirts in a day. And he's having a problem where he's like, oh, I gotta go remember to scrape the ink. Because if you don't, then you fuck up the whole job and you get yelled at. So he, typically you would stop the whole machine really quick, go scrape it. But I think he forgot to fully stop it and he still had it on auto. So he went to go scrape and it started moving. And one of the other guys noticed really quick and hit the emergency stop, dude. And it barely stopped. And it was one of those things where you realize like, damn, like that could have just, that could have been it. That nigga, you would have been done. Yeah, 
I think what a, a couple of people have hurt themselves on the machines before, like gotten hands stuck in the machines and everything. I've never done that. I'm not stupid. I'm not <laughs> fucking moron. Yeah, the, the thing to live by is fucking complacency kills. Mm-hmm. I've like, after that point, I've been like hardwired every time I put the nose gear chocks down and the engines are running a little longer than I'm used to, I'd be going on, like, fucking high alert looking at both sides. Honestly, take your time. There's no reason to rush for a company that pays you minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking... Uh, Especially, like, let them old guys, let them old guys that be stealing all the good shifts, let them get dude, jet blasted. Oh my god. It was... Was it? No, it wasn't you. But there are some people that have been there since, like, 1970. Yes, I was there. We were playing games, and you were telling me. I was just sitting there, and you were like, this dude's been there since 1970. We did the math. He had to be a minimum of 18 when he got the job, and he's been working there for that long. Yeah. Which is insane. Or how old would he have to have been if he was 18 in the 70s? Oh, well, he, he would have minimum, to be he was born in like 60 yeah yeah <clears throat> close to it wild imagine that long the same job on your back out yet <laughs> bro is <laughs> <laughs> he throwing it back um. bringing, the, <laughs> bringing the plane in okay <laughs> The pilots know him so well, they know to stop when they hear them cheeks clap. Oh my god, that's a terrible joke. <laughs> the force of his ass cheeks coming together. <laughs> he just shuts the engines up and brings the- <laughs> That's why he's been working there that long. <laughs> he's just got it down, bro. This is the only place his powers can be used. Holy fuck. <laughs> I was, my, my little brothers called me autistic the other day because we were just chilling and I was sitting with one of my little brothers and I was like, I was like, I don't know what we were talking about something stupid. And I mentioned, I was like, I wish I could just make the vine boom sound whenever <laughs> I wanted. I could just make it ambient Dude, whenever I want. definitely talked about that before. <laughs> just imagine. <laughs> like, you're giving a presentation in class, right? Oh and just... <sighs> That's why lynching is bad. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, like, you can make it... You can make it sound lower whenever something was sad. Like, you know, you're talking at a funeral, like, she was a great and caring mother. But... Boom. <laughs> That would get out of hand way too fast. I would use it in very wrong scenarios. Like, imagine I get drafted, I'm out there, and I'm just like, I got this, I got the distraction in the distance, you just hear a boom. (laughs) 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 (coughs) Write this down. Write this down. Next D&D character, make a a tiefling with thaumaturgy, and you just make your thaumaturgy constantly do the vine boom. Oh yeah, I'm stealing that shit. I got that. I got you. <laughs> we Dude, were talking I have a about cough. Oh my lord! We were talking about death, like mortality. mortality yes, yes, death. 
Yeah, you, right before you die, you see the you see the car on the highway as you're walking across, flying eighty miles per hour straight towards you, and you go damn, and then just boom. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, the mortality one wasn't supposed to be this long. I was just very curious when you're like, this is another one that I realized when I was a child. Did you ever have a moment? Where you realized, holy fuck, people actually are their own individual beings and they're not just little characters in my story. Once you realize that, the stakes get higher. Yeah, I feel like that's when, like, anxiety and social, like, pressures become a thing is because you realize, holy fuck, these are actual people. Yeah, these aren't just, like, non-playable characters. <laughs> just following some people i would i would argue some people are dude some some floridians yeah i can agree Jeez. oh <gasps> oh my god do you remember that one dude that i would complain about all the time in the job l do you remember him yeah. i'm gonna say his fucking name uh 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 uh, uh or can i i can't pause my recording just message it to me message it to me because, to be honest, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <clears throat> yes. You remember him? You remember him? Yeah? I have to work with him. I have to work with him Saturday. I have to work with him Saturday, bro. I'm not excited. I'm not excited because he's genuinely one of those people where if, oh my god, if he said some shit to me, bro. Mmm. Mmm. The hands. The hands. These hands don't discriminate. I don't care if you got a, a bad back, bro. That's where I'm aiming. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm gonna blow this dude's back out. No, wait, wait, wait. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. Alright, what's the next topic? Uh, I wanted to, I was curious about yours that you put in. I didn't really understand it. <laughs> I didn't really understand it. No, 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 no. You have to explain your. You have to explain your actions. I'm gonna fight him. I meant that in fighting terms. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I can take him. I can take him. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. In a fight, right? Fighting. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. By the way, I'm so sorry for all the people who can hear me coughing. I feel so bad. Oh, my lord. Okay, can you explain your thing in the notes, please? Yes. Um, So, I guess it's not specifically the law. The whole topic is the effect of the law or rules or standards on morality. And I remember seeing something a really long time ago uh, that is like the perfect example of this. 
and mm -hmm. that was someone in a nursing home that I don't remember any of the details, but <clears throat> they died because the first responders were not allowed to go into the nursing home. <clears throat> they weren't actually really? allowed to enter. Yeah. Why? I, I'm gonna. I would have to like do more research on it because this is like I wonder if I can. Of my memory. I wonder if my mom knows because my mom's worked in nursing homes and with old people for a very long time. So I wonder <clears> if she knows. She even worked in the dementia facility where they had to lock the people in there mm -hmm. because it was unsafe for them to leave. So I wonder if she knows why. <clears throat> but it's along those lines where like you either do what's morally right and risk being <clears throat> and risk Breaking I guess the suffering loss. the consequences yeah going against <clears throat> going against those <clears throat> rules and standards and such or you follow you follow the law to a T and you sacrifice your own morals. <clears throat> okay. Um, so really quick, let me, I uh, initially, I thought you were talking about, um, <clears throat> if laws affect morality, like do laws is our laws, what makes you a, like it, does it affect it in a way like, you know, how a lot of people will think laws are meant to be broken. So laws might actually cause more problems because then people will try to break them because you put a law on it. Mm -hmm. Right. I actually just did a whole study on this on public execution. And a little fun fact is that um, <clears throat> capital punishment has this thing called the brutality effect where in states that had this effect, they would execute about 14 people a year, okay? <clears throat> in the 14 people a year, every time they did an execution on a criminal, it would actually increase murder rates in the state. So these executions that were meant to prevent criminals would actually increase the the crime rate and this was a study done over 40 years of data and it was found that yes every the, these states would have an increase there were other states a lot of those bigger states that were heavy on capital punishment such as texas alabama right mm -hmm. <clears throat> they were ones that it was found that they did not have this brutality effect they had an effect where um, crime would actually go down. Murder rates would go down. But the difference is, if you remember I said, the places that had the brutality effect, they're, they're executing about 14 people a year. Yeah. Which, oh, in my opinion, from a humanitarian state, 14 lives, 14 human lives, I know they're criminals, that's the controversy part, but 14 human lives is still 14 human lives, right? Mm-hmm. Uh... To get to that point where it actually deters crimes, you have to go to about 80 people a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's really, like, you know, one of those things. But it is interesting, that's what I thought at first. But I like your idea of, do you break a law in a moral position? Which, 
can have some touchy things. Another one of my classmates actually just did a presentation on uh, physician-assisted suicide, mm-hmm. where people who, you know, wanted <laughs> to be medically, um, you know, medically put down, I guess. I don't, I lack of Euthanized. a better term. Euthanized, pretty much, yeah. Lack of a better term, I don't know, but, like you know, is that illegal in a moral stance? It's like, this person is suffering. The biggest one I thought about, dude, was, do you remember, um, the Japanese dude that survived, um, a nuclear reactor shutdown? Like, he was locked in there and they saved him. Oh, yeah. But and then they kept him alive. The, and they forcefully kept him alive to study on him. Like, mm-hmm. in that situation, morally, like, you know, if it was illegal to, you know, help him if, if, if it would be counted as murder if you let him die, but, like, morally do you let that person live? Because, like, his skin was falling off. Like, he was in pain constantly. Yeah. <laughs> and that is, that is super interesting, because I don't know. In a stance, I am definitely one of those people where um, if a law is unjust, you should do your best to break that law. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if something is obviously unjust, you should fight against it and make it just. Exactly. But then it's also something like, you know, people might skewer that opinion to be like, well, I'm going to make this fit my belief of, you know, murder or something. Yeah, you know like, I mean? the like, law against killing someone, I feel that really, that, that really uh, kills my vibe. And it's so touchy, because there's, there's those people, too, where it's like... You know, you hear stories of, uh, like, someone's daughter um, gets molested or something, and the father goes out and takes care of that dude. Like, there's been stories on the internet of fathers, like, pretty much killing people because... And honestly, I think, you know, that's that's a touchy one, man, because it's like, ooh, do I really want to say I'm okay with murder, but those people, you know... I guess in the way that it worked out, like, the dude killed him and he got the uh, you're done, but also when he had to go to jail, which is like, okay, you know, that balances out. <laughs> and coming back to the idea of, like, taking those human lives as a form of punishment, we did determine, or we didn't determine it, but one of the uh, tenets of the Satanism is... Of the Satanic Temple. Of the Satanic Temple. Is... Do you want me to find it? Which one it is? Um, taking away... In taking away someone else's freedoms, you do forfeit your own. Yes. Yes. That is a good point, honestly. I... Because that... Damn. Because I, I would argue the fact... Because we... That, that's the one only big argument that we had that we didn't come to a conclusion was when we talked about public execution. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I remember you make a really good point, like infringing on someone else's freedoms. You do lose your own. And it's like, fuck, like, like that's hard. That's... I don't know. I might, my stance still stays though, when it comes to that in capital punishment, I don't, I, I'm kind of a person that believes that death is an easy way out for these people. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't deserve to be free. They definitely deserve to rot, is my 
kind of thought process is like damn put them to work yeah you know what I mean? it does suck that there are some times where you can see someone that's clearly beyond help they don't even want to be helped and they're having a chance at rehabilitation that's a, i think that's another thing though that um we should like our law system should lean a little bit more into rehabilitation for some people don't deserve to be out but some people you know we should focus on rehabilitating them and making them you know let them back into society yeah as you know the only time where that fails is like repeat offenders coming going mm-hmm. in and out of the prison system like guys i swear i'll learn my lesson next time it's just well like, okay okay but that's the thing i i don't know if you know this because we've been talking about this in sociology the way that our system is set up here in the u.s and this is like in comparison to other uh countries uh, the way our system is set up is a lot of the reasons why we have repeat offenders. I know that sounds weird, but remember when I was talking about hard institutions uh-huh. in sociology and the oh, yeah. uh, re socialization that they go through? Mm-hmm. That re socialization turns them into, they start believing that they're part of that social group. They, it's called deviancy. This is sociolo- sociology, and it's in the deviance center, or the deviance topic of sociology. Yeah. There's so much research done. This is, like, the biggest topic in sociology. Um, but pretty much, they become part of a deviance group, and they see themselves in that group. And when they leave, they continue because other people... Like, think about it in this way. If you hear someone is a felon typically will treat them differently yeah even if we think oh we're not gonna treat them differently we do have that subconscious bias that you're a felon you know i don't know if i really trust you with anything it's which exactly, ends up it's exactly like we mm-hmm. were talking about with the um <clears throat> with like the effects on muslims after like the attacks in 9-11 how like while people were like oh i wouldn't treat those people differently just because they're associated with some certain group or whatever like subconsciously like if if you like spot someone in an airport with like a like a prayer rug or something you're gonna be like slightly nervous (laughs) yeah and and that's another thing too is that these people who commit deviance and are get into these deviant groups end up being with more people who see themselves as deviant and will lead them to commit more deviancy. Mm -hmm. Which is one thing that I'm like, you know, maybe we should work on that a little bit, where it's like, maybe we shouldn't put these people back out just so that they're going to go find these people again and commit more crimes. That's a big thing. But then, again, it's a touchy subject because some people do deserve to just be in jail. Yeah, it's for the rest of their lives. It's hard to because there are so many people that are in the prison system. Do you try rehabilitating and making the prison environment like a slightly easier place to be and a place where it's less like a punishment and run the risk of people just gliding through freely that are unfixable to put it simply or do you keep it the way it is yeah that is such a hard like 
thing to fix because you have something like like Sweden where like people were talking about Swedish prisons. Like have you seen the pictures of like a Swedish prison? Fucking living in luxury. They're living better than I know. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, bro. I'm living out here in squalor. Right dude, that's my main problem right now. I'm on that poverty cut. I can go in my fridge, there's nothing in there, dog. my dad has been gone and I'm broke. I have no money. I've been living off of ten dollar Sam's Club chicken. Meanwhile, I, I have them, nothing else. Them five star, them five star Sweden prison chefs are out here like bringing prisoners caviar and shit. I know. Well, that would rehabilitate me. I don't know if that would rehabilitate me. I might reoffend to go back. <laughs> Take me back to prison, please. <laughs> That's dude. That's such an interesting fact. I'm sorry. I kind of want to mention this. Uh, one of the facts about Charlie Manson, he was when Charles. he was thirty. Charles Charles Manson. He uh, he when he was thirty, he had spent sixteen of his years in prison. At that point, right? Uh-huh. And they were gonna release him again. This was right before he started the cult. And they were going to release him again. And he straight up was just like, yo, can y'all, like, just keep me here? He's like, I don't want to go back out there. And they were like, well, damn, too bad, bye. (laughs) (laughs) This is a little interesting fun fact. That is, I mean, legally, what, they have to let you out. They can't keep you there because you want to be there. So the only choice you have is just to commit a crime again. Go commit more crimes, son. Yeah. Goodbye. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like it's Dude, conditional. I, it's like it's like the the black father coming back after you make it to the NBA or something. Like, oh, I, yeah. we'll be back for you only if you go and rob a gas station. Oh my god, dude, I love that. I love that idea of just, like, kicking him out of the prison and being like, alright, we'll see you if you commit another crime. We'll probably see you if you, you're you gonna commit another crime. Yeah, just just, uh, <laughs> just text me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go pick you up. Yeah, bro, there's a gas station about five miles from here. I get my break in five minutes. I have a five minute break at, like, two. So if you, like, <laughs> bob that gas station, I'll go pick you up and you can come back in. Dude, oh my god, did you hear how they banned Magic the Gathering in prison? What? Dude, this is crazy. Magic the Gathering cards have become a currency in prison. (laughs) I just heard about this the other day. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, let me me Google it. I know I had Google up for a reason, bro. I know I had it up for a reason. Dude, the... The... The first thing I think about is like, like, like people dying or getting in fights over Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> Wait, no, it's in New Mexico too. It's it's only in New Mexico. What? Of course, it's in New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico Deputy Director of Corrections Department Timothy Hatch is elimin- eliminating MTG. 
within the prison system for inmates in New Mexico. Recently, inmates have been told that they have 30 days to send their uh, their Magic the Gathering cards home and will no longer be allowed to play while incarcerated. Oh my god. That... That's a show of humanity, though, allowing them to send their prize collections home. Edit. I am glad this is getting some... Oh, wait. Edit. Additional information. My father has reached out and asked anyone that is going to reach. Bro, that's... It's so funny to me. It's so funny. They had to ban magic. They can't... Bro. Bro, come on. Like, they can't even play a blue deck. I can't counterspell while incarcerated anymore, oh bro. Come on. God. You should feel more. <laughs> what a, what a, dude, oh my god. That's That was probably some people's livelihood and the only thing keeping them going in the prison. And they and get a pack of, of cigarettes. Get a pack of cigarettes for a card. <laughs> no, one, no one would be able to handle my red goblin deck. Get out of here. No. Yeah, I'm... I can't even make any jokes because I couldn't fucking name a Magic the Gathering card off the top of my head. I don't know Magic the Gathering card. I used to play it in high school. I felt like such a nerd playing Magic the Gathering in high school, bro. In the library. God, I was a fucking dweeb. I just remember there was this one fucking dude who would spend all of his money on Magic the Gathering and you'd play with him and he'd have the best deck you couldn't do anything. He would just he would just put down the card. It was like the Exodia of Magic the Gathering, where uh, he would just put a card down and that was it. You lost. There was nothing you could do. Uh, Exodia decks are obviously like terrible to play against, but they they seem terrible to play. They're <laughs> so funny to play. <laughs> oh my god, dude! We're such. Why do we gotta be such nerds, man? We're talking about... <laughs> I love how we can be talking about... Dude, just five minutes ago, we were having a very intellectual, college-level, like, conversation about, conversation about the death penalty and the prison system, and now we're talking about fucking Magic the Gathering <laughs> and Exodia decks. I, I I guess I guess, let's talk about another thing. What else could we talk about? What else could we talk about? I mean, we uh, could. Um... I know we're an hour in, but I would. Oh, oh, what were you thinking? I was thinking about. Um... Uh... <laughs> uh, I wasn't thinking. I was it thinking was about expanding. Thinking more on the topic we were like originally on maybe on mortality no or morality morality yeah what about morality what would you like to say about morality what the fuck is your problem (laughs) Hmm? (laughs) explain yourself you fucking dork Out of me, I'm just, I'm, I didn't mean to offend you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just playing. I'm playing with a pink ball right now, dog. 
Yeah, I don't know. All I heard was, it sounds like you don't have anything intelligent to say about morality. <laughs> Do any of you, you have anything important? No. <laughs> I don't know what'll happen by episode 10 at this point. It might, I might be incarcerated by episode 10. I'll be recording this from a prison cell. Despite <laughs> making up 13% of your jokes. <laughs> Each episode gets 50% more dangerous. <laughs> I actually really did want to talk to you about something that we can go into later, but I really, I remember this is something I want to talk about. I want to talk about the current situation going on with Dream. Okay. I I, I will let you go on your morality thing while I do a little bit of current research on it. (laughs) Bro, what if I pulled up the audio? What if I pulled up the audio? I mean, you can. (laughs) 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 Okay, okay, you go, you go, you go, you go, what you're doing. Um. Well, I mean, it was something. It wasn't really like on that specific thing, whatever the fuck. But Mm -hmm. when we were talking about freedoms and shit like that. It does get to the, like, the self-defense thing, that kind of, um, thinking, like, defending your own basic human rights. Uh-huh. And it's so strange how it's scary to defend yourself if you don't live in a state that kind of encourages it, I guess. Tejas. In Tejas. Huh? In Texas. Oh. So what did you speak called? Tejas? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> thought it was an acronym. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like one of the most common things that I've heard in regards to like um like self defense during like a home invasion is like the person who's who's like doing the the person who's defending their home with, like, a gun or something, they'll get, like, criticized, or those people will get criticized. Um, and people will say, like, they have no... They don't value human life at all. They have no care for human life. But then, just like we were talking about with the Satanic Temple, those people did value your things 
more than they valued their own life. Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it. I've never really thought about that. Like, it's... That's another one of those really hard topics that Mm -hmm. people will talk about. And I... Because then it's scary as well, because I guess... To bring it into my own perspective, right? Mm -hmm. It is, like, if I don't... If I don't tell my dad what time I'm coming home, and if I come home late, (laughs) um, there's a very high likelihood of if I open that door, I'm getting shot if I don't (laughs) tell him what time I'm coming home. I might might turn the... My dad's got a fucking R6 corner peak here. (laughs) (laughs) He has the fucking soft wall angle. Yeah, he does, bro. He does. My whole house is soft wall. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I peeked around the corner of my door. There's a long hallway that goes to my uh, living room. And my dog peeked the corner at the same time. <laughs> that, I'm not gonna lie. I probably would have shit myself. I, I It's... Uh, yeah, it's... That's so hard, uh, dude. Honestly, right, let's talk about gun control. Okay. <laughs> oh my! Oh, oh, that's a scary <laughs> one, dude. That's a scary one. That was so hard, man. I but I absolutely love the the video of the like. I have to resort to the cannon mounted <laughs> cannon loaded with grape shot mounted at the top of the stairs. I mean, me. Me and my history class have had a lot of had a lot of interesting conversations on gun control. We have a retired police officer there that I'm just gonna call Mr. P. And uh, honestly, sometimes I feel bad for Mr. P because uh, he's a retired police officer, right? He was an undercover cop, like very experienced dude, mm-hmm. kind of a history buff. Um, also, you can tell. He had some conversations with me, and I could tell he's definitely a uh, uh, a hard... I, I, I don't want to call him a hard right-leaning person, but he definitely leans to the right of the political side, he's right? He's Yes. I don't, I don't care about politics. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> yeah, left-right. I don't even know what the fuck is uh, Liberal about, conservative. Bro. Yeah, he's liberal conservative. He's conservative. But, like, to put it... He's in a classroom surrounded by a lot of left-leaning college students. Like, a lot of the time, this dude is the sole survivor (laughs) and trying to fucking argue his point in this history class. Dude, that reminds me of the fucking, like, debate. Like, the little mock debate that I had in freshman English where I was still, like, socially awkward. And so I didn't really engage in classroom activities much. So when we were doing a little debate and the topic was brought up, is cat calling bad? And the entire class moved, but I was too awkward to get up out of my chair and move with them. I was the only one. <laughs> that was, uh, that was for cat calling. What did you say? What did you say? Oh my God, Edward. I, oh. I couldn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I probably would have been like, like flogged, outside of the school. 
You were like, I, I'm just here. I'm not trying to debate. <laughs> I just didn't want to move. <laughs> this dude was like, I ain't getting out of my fucking chair. It's, it's like staring at a fucking pride of lions. One of the one of the eye opening moments in one of my history classes when I was in high school was a mock debate that we did on um, should the U.S. have nuked uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember the whole class being on the side of we should have against one singular girl on the side that we shouldn't have. And, bro, oh, I'm gonna no. be honest, she was kind of spitting. Oh, shit. She, I was like, damn, she kind of right. Like, holy fuck. What was she saying? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Alright. <laughs> she, I guess, right, wasn't right. spitting that hard. Let's let's end with a funny topic, yes? Okay. Let's end with a funny topic. Everyone who's listening, I'm assuming people who are listening are around our age, so they probably know, like, YouTubers and shit. Let's mm-hmm. um, just give an explanation. Su- surprise, surprise, another Minecraft YouTuber has been, a- has been caught for messaging, having sexual messages with a with a minor it happened again what Surprise. i can't believe it man dude did you ever watch vanos i know only a small percentage of people are gonna remember this but there's this vanos video where they were doing like a youtube death run on oh. gmod oh yeah and there was the wild clat wild clat <laughs> wild cat yeah. clip where he was like download minecraft Start a YouTube channel, get a million followers, have sex with little kids, and then he died. <laughs> and they were all like, yeah, that's probably where, it's, where it would end. And there's been so many, so many Minecraft YouTubers, man. It's, it's... So, so to give a little background, Dream is... <laughs> <laughs> we did a little lesson on this. <laughs> Dream is a Minecraft YouTuber that uh, is probably, uh, honestly, probably the biggest Minecraft YouTuber of uh, of this decade, I would say, of the 20s, 2020s. Yeah, he, he definitely right? blew up really fast. I personally used to watch him when he was doing um, his, like, manhunt videos. Oh, yeah. And then, and then Carl Jacobs outed him as a cheater in speedrunning. And that, I don't know why I got really into speedrunning on YouTube. And I remember, like, these cheaters. And I was, I would sit here like, these fucking cheaters. <laughs> you fucking nasty bitch. <laughs> well, I, and something about speedrunning, man, it's such a, it's, it's such a like, work of art competi- <laughs> competition, man. Yeah. You can't, you cannot tell me that someone beating a game that would take like four hours to be beating it in thirty seconds is not impressive. <laughs> but like, I remember in my favorite childhood game, Minecraft, he cheated. He de- he altered the RNG, you and I remember. I remember being like, I remember at first being like, I'm gonna wait for G- Dream's response. 
right? And I, I, I watched his response video where he was like, I hired a Harvard scientist to oh disprove this. God. And then Carl Jacobs came out with like, multiple people have proven that your, your Harvard scientist math was just wrong. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, proving that his math was wrong, that's numbers. You're not going to convince me numbers are wrong. Bro, so, sorry, Dream. Harvard Audi. degree off like the back of a Kellogg's Frosted Flakes <laughs> box. <laughs> and then where I finally stopped with this guy was when Dream posted the video. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember this, where he posted a video where he was actively stating, I think stands are a good thing. <sighs> Which immediately gave me he's manipulating his audience Stand he is Dr. getting his audience yeah he is he is convincing his audience i want you guys to be stalker fans i want you to be obsessed with me which is manipulation to the max he wants them to follow his world like a his word like a cult you know what i mean <laughs> which is happening currently <laughs> the, my, the main audience being um <clears throat> minors minors <laughs> The children, yeah, they not, yearn not for the like, minds. Not like the cave crawlers, like the ones who you should, never mind, whoa, whoa, no, just keep going. That don't, yeah, yeah, uh, so pretty much, Dream has been outed again, this, okay, he got outed, right, which wasn't that big of a deal at first, like, not a lot of people, because he's been outed before, this time he got outed recently, this is where the funny aspect comes in, where he got outed. And the voice actor who voice acts Gumball from The Amazing World of Gumball, he's done a bunch of other stuff like that, but that is his main thing. He tweeted something about bashing on Dream being like, imagine being a groomer or something like that, like Mm -hmm. making fun of him. Dream then responded with blackmail of the voice actor of Gumball saying, uh, um slurs not racial slurs i what is the word i'm looking for he said the f word pretty much a uh a hate a homophobic slur that's it that's the word i was looking for he said a homophobic slur and in this video he is obviously intoxicated and he makes fun of dream apparently he also like beat dream's ass that (laughs) night which is kind of funny but the worst part is that Dream thought that this was a snapback, that this was a boom, look at this blackmail that dropped on him. He said, he said, and he said homophobic things, right? Oh no. Well, the, the, the fucked up part is that this was like nine months ago or something. And at the time, the voice actor was like 19 years old, I believe, mm-hmm. and was not legal drinking age. So meaning Dream was with a underage person who was obviously intoxicated and then saved recorded him and saved that video for blackmail later so everyone was like you got outed as a pedophile and now you try to use this and this just proves you being a pedophile more and it's just a fucked up thing like you're using blackmail as your defense you're trying to take down people with you and dude, I remember the LGBTQ LGBTQ community was giving Gumball Waterson the pass because they <laughs> hated Dream so much, which was hilarious to me. I was like, "Let's go get his ass!" <laughs> but the the funniest thing that came out 
that I showed Edward. I don't want to play the audio. I can't find the audio because I'd have to get on my phone and search for it again. I don't want to do that. I don't want to listen to it again. But if anyone's curious, you can go onto Twitter and or X and you can look up Dream Moaning Audio. (laughs) (laughs) And Dream got... Some, a, a, it's an account that is a burner account. The name of the account is burner, like, burner account six or something like that, right? And the burner account just dropped this video that is apparently, I haven't looked t- too much into it, but apparently undeniable proof that it is Dream's official Snapchat of him sending a Snapchat audio of him moaning to a minor. With the caption of it, like, holy fuck, your tits are so hot. It is not okay. It is hilarious to listen to. Because holy fuck, imagine. (laughs) Oh my god. Bro got his moaning audio leaks, dude. That's probably as bad as when EDP got his, like, photo of a shit in the toilet bowl. <laughs> That's really bad, man. Honestly, just any of his pictures getting <laughs> released were bad. <laughs> oh, dude, I am... I hope retribution comes upon Dream, man. I am tired of seeing him. I'm tired of the stands. Do you know that there's stands out there defending him? Huh? Dude, I saw this ridiculous message that someone messaged a creator on Instagram. I don't know if this was fake, but I was like, I wouldn't doubt his community for doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some, they used words like your, you know, like higher intelligent words that they're not supposed to be using higher vocabulary, pretty much being like, this is terrible for making this. How dare can you bash on dream? Like he's only 22 He's he's talking to people who are above fourteen, which is not bad at all. <laughs> like they're bit I'm like, you can't consent at fourteen. What the fuck? He's twenty two. He's twenty two. Let's reconfirm this. Dream is twenty two years old. Dude, even Bro. being like seventeen talking to someone that's, that's fourteen is still fucking weird. It's still weird. It may be technically legal. It's still weird as fuck, though. It's still real weird. I will say, here in New Mexico, I believe there is, like, a four-year gap law or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Where if you are, I think, what, uh, math, 18, 19, 20, 21, a 21-year-old can legally date a 14-year-old. What? Like, and it's a little bit touchy, I think, but um, that is the, there's like a four year gap or something like that, which is a weird when you put it as years? like a, is that not? Do I, 21 minus 14? I said 17. I meant 17. Uh, okay. I meant 17. Okay. <laughs> I meant 17. Like, bro, what? Bro, my bad math comes at me Harvard again. Scientists. Oh my God. <laughs> I did, I I have a I have a Harvard degree. Harvard. <laughs> Harvard. <laughs> no, something like that. I don't know if that's true. I remember people talking about it when I was in high school. I still thought it was weird back then, but even then, it's like 
what is up with these Minecraft YouTubers and messaging minors? They can't Just stop. Don't, don't diddle kids. I never diddle kids. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop. I just don't understand. Like, they have this this massive fan base, and they, like, see children, and they're like, ooga, ooga booga. Like, bro. <laughs> I just... I, I don't understand either, because, okay, personally, Dream had it... He was set for the rest of his life. He's mm-hmm. a fucking millionaire, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, dudes making music, even though shitty-ass music. Oh, oh my god. God, it's terrible horrible. fucking music. Yeah. But the, terrible music. The stands would still listen to it, so it doesn't matter. Obvious. So yeah, he would still make still make tons of money, probably a millionaire, like doesn't have to work a single day for the rest of his life, and you're gonna go diddle kids and fuck that up. Like all you had to do was not diddle kids. All you had to do was not diddle kids. How hard is that? How hard is that for people to understand? Like, bro. You know what also makes me fucking sick? Mm. Sick to my core is when people are like... People are like... Men are attracted to younger women because they, they're they they're physically made to search out the most fertile women. And it's like, shut the fuck up! Oh, brother. That shit. <laughs> like, what fucking... What, what's his name? Brad Pitt? Is he like... I think people took the statistics and apparently Brad Pitt, every person he's been, every girl he's been with, as soon as they hit 25, he dumps them and he dates another 21 year old. And then as soon as they hit 25, he fucking stops. He's never been with anyone. I don't know if it's Brad Pitt. I it could be thinking of someone different, but like uh, an actor has never dated someone over the age of 25, which is ridiculous, dude. He's, like, he's just running the infinite. At least he's not diddling kids, though. At least he's not diddling kids. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Like, oh my god. It's like, it's like playing Minecraft for, like, hundreds or thousands, tens of thousands of hours just does something to their brain. I wonder if that... (laughs) That sounds like a study. Like a scientific study, like a social experiment. Playing too much Minecraft makes you a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> we started an anti-Minecraft campaign, boys. Hop on Roblox. We finna play Five Nights at Freddy's on Roblox. Let's go. Stop playing Minecraft. You want to diddle kids. <laughs> like, play, play a game that'll make you not want to play games or something. Like, like play some like, soul shit. Play Souls. Play Baldur's Gate. I haven't played Baldur's Gate yet. I want to play Baldur's Gate. I don't... I don't even know. I didn't even know what it was, originally. It's... It's... It's D&D. Yeah, it's like D&D, but before it released, the third one, I didn't know it existed. Oh, yeah, uh... Yeah, who the fuck knows what... I didn't... (laughs) never even thought about that i forget it's Baldur's gate three like i didn't even acknowledge the existence yeah. of one or two <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know what it was before you know the funny thing is that before it was even talked about i had heard about Baldur's gate because of 
Uh, you remember how I just told the story about the dude who almost got snapped in half of that job? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that dude was super into D&D, and I remember him telling me about how he had been supporting Baldur's Gate 3 for forever. And that Baldur's Gate 3 was a- originally supposed to be a system that DMs could use <laughs> to make their own games. Imagine that, the graphics of Baldur's Gate 3 to make a campaign that people could play in. Uh, they had to abandon that and then go into a game. But I wonder if they're working on it now because of how much, how successful Baldur's Gate 3 was. Bro is so lucky his co-worker rolled the fucking monstrous nat 20 deck save, dog. <laughs> I so, oh my god, I so badly, if, okay, if this podcast ever takes off, I would so badly want us to promote a D&D campaign podcast. That would be so fun. Imagine. uh, Ah, it would be scary. It would be scary. uh, uh, (laughs) It would be scary. (laughs) 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 No one's gonna understand that except me and you. I'm a booty warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Inside jokes are not a good thing to do in a podcast, man. Booty is more important than food and water. Oh my god. Oh my lord. Oh dude, I that was a terrible thought. I remember I was like, oh what if we just took recordings of me and you playing Dragon Ball Fighters and like released them uh, as audio, but <laughs> Dude, I turned feral in that game. I I become a different person. Yeah. It's it's not safe for anyone. Actually no, it's just not safe for you, I'm pretty sure. It's not safe for anyone, I don't think. I think it would cause actual mental harm to people. <laughs> hearing my monkey screeches. That shit, it, like, actually, I think might be causing ear damage. Like, permanent hearing loss for me. To your, to you? Yeah, yeah pro- probably. Dude, there was I wouldn't something... I would it. There was something I was thinking about. Um, the f- <laughs> okay. On the... Uh, <laughs> fucking the minecraft the minecraft youtuber thing fuck yeah what what about minecraft youtubers minecraft no 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 no. it wasn't that exactly but it was um yeah like i feel like once you hit like once you hit like thirteen, once you hit like thirteen, I want to say, uh huh, you can't go lower. You can't go lower at all. Don't go lower. Don't do that. Like two year gap maximum, and then once you hit eighteen, like the sky's the limit. Wait, could, what? Like... I, uh, what, what? Like, okay, like, you are 13, right? Uh, okay. 
there can be a maximum of, like, a two-year difference. Like, you either date a 15-year-old or an 11-year-old? What? No, I said you can't go down. I said you can't go down. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, go yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you <laughs> Bro, that's a, that's a fucking... That's like a seventh grader dating a fifth grader, dog. That's horrendous. <laughs> that's fucking horrendous. No, you, you can't go... Dude. You can't go below that. I feel like are, that. are you setting guidelines though? I am setting guidelines. <laughs> I I wish to be the leader of the world government. <laughs> Children, you're allowed to start dating at thirteen. That's it. You can only go two years up. You can if you're thirteen you can date a fifteen year old and then what is it? Once you hit eighteen the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. <laughs> so if you break any of these rules that have been set, you can maybe experience up to a $13,000 fine or capital punishment. <laughs> capital punishment. <laughs> anyway. Dude, this this had to have been the wildest episode. Uh, dude, actually, yeah, I am sorry, so... <laughs> I am so scared for the trajectory of this podcast. It keeps getting wilder. I feel like our comeback episode was... We were so intelligible, but then also so, like, having funny jokes in there. And now it is just, like, God, I'm so scared of the three-fifths joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> Despite making. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stop. Oh, let's go through, let's go through the clarifications at the end of the show. Everything we say is jokes. We are... Most of them, yeah. Uh, well, like... In the... <laughs> in the three fifths. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, we're making jokes. This is obviously jokes. Uh, I feel like, I feel like that's gonna come into play. Like, with the way me and you are. Is, like... I feel like when it comes to the white boy, black boy friend dynamic, there's going to be racist jokes. There it has to be. There has to it's be. Just and I will. The way the world works. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't want to say that. I got huh? the pass. No. <laughs> oh! Oh, I broke the ball. Oh, ew, it's. Oh! What? Oh, oh can you do the outro, please? You what? You. you what did you do you can't just say I broke the ball oh that is right Okay, well, oh, um, uh, okay, that that's all. Okay, that part's gonna have to be cut out. That part's gonna have that's to be all. cut out. Um, Gino had an issue with um, I'm back, a ball I'm back, breaking. I'm back. Uh, we'll see you guys <laughs> in the next one. Uh, also, to the few people who do listen to this, uh, love you and appreciate you. We're happy to have people who even want to hear our voices. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you can do the sign off.
Uh, why don't you do it, huh? End it here. End my life here, dog. <laughs> Alright, fine. Next pass. episode, though. It's gonna give me the pass. Next episode, though. <laughs> Alright, goodbye, everyone. It's been dickass. Sayonara, nigga. <laughs>